Hey, kids! Parents, this is What the Kids Are Watching, a rewatch podcast for grown-ups about the weird and wild TV shows that children seem to love. I'm Natalie Poucher, and I'm a parent. And I'm Ryan Bailey, and I'm probably not a parent. So we've got different perspectives as we break down, praise... And goof on the most notable episodes of the shows your kids are currently obsessing over. Guys, welcome to the first ever episode. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Bailey, and I do not have kids. But no, 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 do not turn this off right yet because we have my co-host, Natalie Poucher, who does. Natalie, how are you? I do have kids. Oh, (laughs) I have one, but it feels like five. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I have zero and it feels like one. So I think we're (laughs) in a (laughs) so we're going to be doing with this podcast something that is unimaginable in the sense of we are going to be watching the kids shows that your kids are watching and we will go through the show. We'll recap it and we'll tell you if this is worth your time, worth your child's time Uh, up to this point, Natalie, you find kids shows worth your time as a whole. I'm not really sure I have a choice. How about that? <laughs> That's it, exactly. Uh, how old is your child? Right okay, now? so sh- so uh, my daughter's named Piper because I feel like we're going to reference her a lot. Okay, the- I didn't know if we were keeping Piper's identity oh, secret. Oh, absolutely so not. No, Piper has her own Instagram. The girl is like her, <laughs> her own deal. Oh, yeah, no. She practically runs my Instagram. No, so she's two and a half and... You know, I am sort of now like having to watch these shows, although I have a lot of nieces and nephews. I've always sort of been around kids shows. Uh, But yeah, with with her, it's she's very particular about what she watches. Um, She'll tell me if she loves something or if she hates something. So it's been a really interesting process watching it. But honestly, sometimes I find myself wanting to watch the shows more than her. See, that's what I'm curious about is that was there a definite switch where you started to look up at the shows or would you go, she's into it so I can completely check out? And yeah, no, I, it, it depends on the show, right? Some are terrible. Yeah. And I'm like, can we change it? And then some I'm like, no, 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 don't change it. Don't change it. Don't change it. <laughs> Have you ever asked Piper, you go, can we watch this show? Like, because I always my niece and nephew will ask me if they can watch shows. But I was like, do you ever watch like Piper? Like, can we please watch one more episode of Bluey? Or is it always her asking you? Oh, 100 really? percent. Oh, yeah. Cocoa Melon. I'm like, we've got to turn this off. And like, I, I look this at Cocoa like, Melon. I hear so much. I, 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 I don't no even clue. I don't even want you to even like listen to it because you will. It will. You'll sing it in the shower. You're going to it'll. You'll, you'll sing it in your in your dreams. Um, And just so the audience knows, we are professionals. You guys, we're both <laughs> podcasters. Natalie, what is the, the podcast you host? So I have a show called Humble and Hungry. It's a solo show. Uh. I was on another podcast prior to this one. And then I had a baby and my life sort of flipped upside down. And I just had to like figure things out on my own. I was a new mom, you know, starting a whole new career. And so it's sort of just going along the journey of like figuring and navigating life out in your thirties. And, and it just sort of like a, a day in the life with me. And and it's like a girl's hangout. It's like when you go to a lunch with your girlfriends and you, you have a glass of champagne or something, and you just like sort of shoot the shit. That's, that's my, See, I love that. That's amazing. And fine. I grew up on in Kansas on a street full of girls. So by yeah. the way, your podcast actually sounds like something I would listen to because 
because all of my friends, uh, good friends are girls. Like I yeah. am more comfortable in girl conversations than I am in guy conversations or watching children's shows. Um, Which makes sense because when I listen to your show, I feel like I'm hanging oh out with gosh. one of the girls. No well, offense. See, no, that's exactly <laughs> like I, I, so I host a show called So Bad It's Good, which is all about pop culture and reality shows. And it's like from a straight dude's perspective, but kind of like, you straight, you know, you wouldn't know I was a straight dude because I have straight the same ish. taste, which is of, a, of a, a gay man and a woman, which have the best taste around. So it runs the gamut of reality shows, pop culture. But this, we come together to join forces to do something that I have never really uh, willfully done is to watch children's shows. And you were forcefully having to do this even before this podcast existed. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, this can't get better. This can't exactly. get better. Um, so, uh, off the bat, you say Coco Melon is your favorite or is that pipe? No, it's, it's, it's a, it's a love hate. So there are, I would say two like fundamental shows that your kids will most likely watch when they're babies. So it's Coco Melon. I'm writing this down, by the way, I'm okay. looking for a pin. I was like, I got to write Coco Melon one, um, Coco Melon and little baby bum, little baby bum, little baby bum. That's, that's what my parents call me. Little baby bum. That's amazing. <laughs> So that's like the the show that you watch before Coco Melon. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Prelude. So there's like it's like a prequel. It's like uh, yes. you work your way up, and then yes. what you, what's after Coco Melon? I mean, so this goes by age range. I think Little Baby Bum is more for when they're barely like seeing black and white, you know, and, and colors babies. You you put on Little Baby Bum, and then when they get a little older, when they start to like understand what words are and and playtime and and shapes and things that's when you put on coco melon how much do you depend on these shows and you probably don't know the answer yet but like where you're like this really could teach my child things that they need to know oh all the time <laughs> i'm a screen time kind of mom like i'm okay with screen time and what does and that mean screen time means screen time is like allowing your kids to be sitting in front of a screen and and let me tell you, if you're a mom right now and you're listening to me and you're like, oh, how dare you let your kids watch so much screen time? Because there are a lot of moms that are like that. They're like, no, like you, you got to be playing with the physical things and yeah. doing other. Um, but but I feel like there there is, I think, something beneficial to watching, learning, listening to, to all these little shows. And so I am definitely a proponent of her being able to watch all this because I feel like. It lets me, you know, <laughs> yeah. well, it lets you know. be on your screen. It lets you be on your uh, second screen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, when you were uh, when you were a child, were kids shows a big part of you growing up? Do you remember uh, what you used to watch? Yeah, that's funny that you say that because I was going to ask you the same question, because I feel like when you think about uh, like kids shows mm -hmm. or, and uh, growing up or just like cartoons for me, I feel like it brings up maybe even like it brings up good memories, but also kind of like somber memories for me. Why? I don't know. I Because I remember being alone. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. I'm sorry. Way, I've, I've are you a therapist? This podcast. <laughs> yeah. Natalie, tell me how that makes you feel. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> because I just remember like being alone watching it. And I was like, oh, this is fun. I wish I had someone to like watch it with, you know, <laughs> and yet I had four siblings. Uh, I was the youngest, though. So but yet it, it made me feel good because I felt like I could connect with the characters. Right. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? Like, how do you feel thinking back I, I, on your childhood? 
Listen, it was all about Saturday morning cartoons for me because I was growing up before it was like right when like cable was in MTV and all that stuff. But Saturday morning cartoons were always huge. You would wake up before your parents and get a big bowl of cereal. But I would get up and you would watch your G.I. Joe, your Transformers, uh, you know, any kind of like Justice League or superhero thing was always the jam. Before that, I remember being in love with Sesame Street, Mm -hmm. Oscar the Grouch, loved Oscar. I loved all of like the PBS shows, the Muppets, all of that stuff. Um, But then eventually you do uh, kind of grow out of that. And there are adult cartoons and you guys, I am kind of a superhero freak as well. So I will still dabble in that, but they're more like adult cartoons. But yeah, I remember it just like, that was such a big part of childhood. But I got to tell you, I don't remember learning these lessons that I was like, we're going to talk about Bluey today. And I was like, whoa, I had no idea of the concept of sharing until I watched this show today. And I was like, wow, G.I. Joe did not teach me anything. And I was like, these shows, but I was like, that's maybe the advent of media getting so popular and things like that is that they're actually able, like, is this possibly a good thing? Like you're teaching our children something cool. The one example I have is my niece and nephew, uh, when they were younger, I remember we went as a family trip to Vegas for my, my parents got remarried and we were at like, this really nice restaurant and they were both crying. And so my sister had an iPad and you guys at home probably know exactly what this is, put it in front of them. And I think it was like an episode of the Teletubbies and they, zo- they zoned out. Like, I mean, it was yes. like, I was like, what are they putting in these shows? It's like when my dad watches Big Bang Theory, he just zones out. <laughs> right. It, or like when I watch like an episode watch of Housewives. Selling Sunset. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> when I watch Housewives. Like I'll just, like whatever they're putting in these shows, but it just, and I was like, wow, the power it's like a drug. of shows, you know? Yeah, I know. I agree. And you were like an 80s baby, right? I don't, I don't mean yeah. to call yeah, you yeah. out. No, please. I look so young and beautiful, but you're right. Yeah, you, you do your, your serums. You need to, you need to tell me what you're, <laughs> yeah, that, what you want to be a guest on your ladies podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I remember like Doug and Hey Arnold and Rugrats yes. yeah, yeah. and those shows, which I feel like if I were to watch Rugrats now, which I'm sure we will do in the coming episodes as like a throwback, I feel like I would probably see it completely different than, than I did as a kid. But I feel like, yeah, I didn't. All I, all I remember is, is the mean girl. You know, Angelica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, that's right? the blonde, right? With the, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did I learn anything? No. So, <laughs> so to your point, yes, I think that these shows now are are actually benefiting our children. Yeah, but it seems kind of like they're taking over where shows. I think when I was growing up, like Full House and things like that, where there would be the lesson, like Family Matters, yep. where you would have the le- and the studio audience would be like, ah, you know. And <laughs> yes. I was so excited. The other thing you mentioned though is like time and place of, I wonder if I watched that today, how I would feel about it. And my dad, my dad babysits my niece and nephew all the time. And it is so funny how wrapped up, I mean, we've got to have him on sometime because he will tell you every children's show, the ones that are good, he gets into it. He's like, love it. Like he goes, it works for adults too, which is what we're kind of talking about. Like some of these work for adults. That's so funny. Is he single? Cause my mom does the same thing. Oh my God, and- mom, mom, you got competition? Because my dad was like, no, I'm totally single. She's like, I'm my right here. My mom bro. puts on cartoons to relax. I'm not kidding. I'll walk into her house and there's cartoons playing. It Because for her, it reminds her of the days when she, when we were little and, and she would hear it in the background. It would bring her joy. Is that weird yes. a little bit? No, but see, it's weird a little bit, but that's what like, go towards your joy. You know, like, I don't like, totally. I'm not here to judge. Like, it's like, that's what's exciting. It's like, at least she has something, you know? Like, I yes. love that. Um, 
So we're going to talk about Bluey, which is an Australian made show for preschoolers, which if that wasn't written down, I would be like, it's made for me. That mm -hmm. is the number one stream show in kids TV and on Disney Plus. What's your relationship with Bluey? So I was actually introduced to Bluey through my sister. My sister has two kids. They're four and well, he just turned five, actually, um, and three and a half. And she was like, you have to watch the show, Bluey. It's hilarious. They're short and digestible episodes. Yeah. And they're from, you know, Australia. So they have like this cute little accent and her kids are obsessed with it. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. So when I started watching it, I was hooked. And then again, back to the therapy session, I'm like, I want to dad. Like, I never had a dad like that. <laughs> we'll, we'll dive into it. But it's such a cute little show. And for me, it's about how short the episodes are. So, Natalie, that's so dead on is that so I sat down to watch these and I'm used to watching like these hour long shows where yes. I, I take detailed notes. And I was like, you know, we, we had three episodes that we were like, let's let's watch these and see what what sticks out. And so I'm sitting down ready to watch these 30 minute episodes. And all of a sudden I see nine minutes and that's including <laughs> the intro song. And I had never been happier in my, I was like nine minutes. I'll watch this thing. 80 million. I'll times. watch season one. <laughs> <laughs> well, and okay. So a little bit of information. There are two seasons presently, 51 episodes each. The third season is in production right now. In fact, there was a rumor uh, just this week that Bluey had been canceled and that rumor is completely false. They are in the middle of season three. Um, and this was started in 2016 by creator Joe Brum. And then in 2018, they started making these shows. I feel like they're killing it. I mean, right? 51 episodes. And we wa I watched three episodes. See, is this embarrassing for me to say? And I don't know if I'm burying the lead, but it's like, I might like keep watching the show. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I might, we're not going to be, this is not a bluey podcast, but I'm like, I kind of want to see what else they learn. And like, I what mean, happens. I don't know if you're dating, but I feel like they could be good like <laughs> dating topics. Like, Hey, have you seen the show? Bluey? I, you know. No, no, Natalie. I think that's a horrible idea. Like, <laughs> Hey, you seen this kid's show bluey? Hey, you, you want to go on a second date? Yeah. I'm just saying you never know. <laughs> she could be like, Oh, he watches kids shows because it makes him feel happy. <laughs> now, I really think you have to rethink what you I know. Said. That's that so true. Not going to happen. <laughs> um, but what is interesting also about this show is that, you know, like on shows that adults watch is that there is a through line. You know, you actually have plots and things like that. And this isn't really uh, in that sense. There's no kind of rising action, no climax, no denouement, as it were. Stuff just happens in this show. I would say that there is sort of an underlying theme but episode one um like you said you learned about sharing yeah yeah what did it say? <laughs> right? a quick story about learning things is that <laughs> so each of the three episodes i like had a lesson to it which i thought was really beautiful and they did it in this kind of not sacrosanct way it didn't like seem like i was being talked down to even though i know these are made for kids where i was like <laughs> yeah let's share like i was saying but I remember watching my dad with my nephew and we were crossing the street uh, to a, a grocery store when he was a little kid. And he goes, Hey Connor, what do we do? We hold hands. We look left, we look right. And then we cross. Yes. And I'm watching this and I'm like, I've been hit by five cars. Cause I did not know the left, right trick because my dad never taught me. I was like, this is a lesson. And I'm like, <laughs> look how good, but they, I love that these simple lessons Yes. Are so huge. And they and do when it you're a, a nice parent, way. sometimes you have to you have to learn as well. And you're like, oh, that's how they speak to their kids. Yeah. Because I would never know. 
Well, do you ever do a funny voice now with Piper? Like, hey, Piper. Hey. <laughs> no. I, leave, I leave that to her dad. <laughs> That's not uh, really me. But yeah, the, but I feel like this show for me, it, it actually hits a little bit of home because I feel like it's the Bluey is basically based on this dad who is let's call him a stay at home dad. I'm sure he yes. works, but, but very progressive. We see the mom go to work and the, the first mom episode. leaves. And, yeah. and I, by the way, I actually love that. Yeah. Uh, he's this like goofy dad that, you know, is constantly like playing around with the kids and he's, he's so involved in their lives. And so for me, when, when you, when any cartoon you watch, you sort of like think about your own life and like, Oh, of can course, I yeah. relate to it at all? Right. And I, I feel like that's very much, my fiance Riley. He is he is that goofy dad. He'll be on the floor. He'll you know dress up and be a character. And I'm much like I, I'm like in the corner, like okay, you guys have fun. I'm gonna I'll be right <laughs> back, you know. So I actually love that they're focusing on the dad and not the mom as much, which I feel like in prior cartoons, it's always mom focused. Well, no, it's great to break out of those kind of social norms that we've grown up with because it can be anything. And in this day and age, we get a lot more of that. It's just yes. not one way anymore. We start every episode of Bluey with the theme song, which I am still at a phase where I'm in love with this theme song. It's da 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 mom, da 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 bingo, and then da 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 Bluey. It's really simple, but I feel like if you took those names out, this is like a good alternative jam. <laughs> I think until you actually watch season one about 52 times, you're probably going to want to skip the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, right now it's evergreen for me. I love it. I think yeah. it's amazing. Uh, this episode one is called The Magic Xylophone. Now, do you look at the the titles. titles yeah when you're watching shows no, well because i don't really get to choose so it's more about the icon of the photo and if it oh. has something that like sticks out to her like she loved the beach episode because it's the beach and she loves an ocean and so for her <laughs> she just goes towards what sticks out to her for me i just let her choose well if you don't like it you're like piper boo, boo yeah. this one, i did not like this yeah. no uh, I'll, I'll give it a minute like any show <laughs> even an adult show i'm like let's give it five so the character voices in this are all australian but it's it's like you know very easy to understand and stuff the kids uh bluey and bingo they're actually voiced by you know real children and they've never yeah. released those names uh, just to protect their their identities, which I just thought was amazing because they're the cutest voices in the world. I know. I want to put a face to their little voices so bad, but I also respect that, you know? Yeah, Unlike totally. me, I'm giving them an Instagram and, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their parents are like, let me make an Instagram for you, bingo, please. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Bluey. Uh, yeah, no, I, I find that fascinating, but I, but I really respect that. I think it's good for the kids. Oh, completely. Yeah. Um, so we start off this episode where uh, the dad is there and he's, uh, he's like, ladies and gentlemen, I will not, I will now play for you the rondelay. And he, you know, they're playing, uh, what is it? A little piano? What is, what is he playing? It's right a xylophone. Here? Well, no, I thought they find the magic xylophone, but it's oh, like he starts oh, on the uh, little originally. piano. Oh, no. So he's, he's playing on bingo as, as, as if bingo is the piano. The piano. Which, <laughs> and, and that, that part, that's why like when the opening of that made me feel like so happy that, that he's just like sitting on the ground, just like playing with the kids, being silly, being funny, um, tickling them. And it's funny because I watched it with Piper because I wanted to see her reactions to all this. And she kind of like side eyed me like, you don't do that with me, mom. And oh. I'm like, mm, whoopsie, I may have to play with you a little bit more on the ground. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> After this, you need to play piano on Piper. On, on her this. belly. Exactly. Yeah, she's like, stop, please. Um, <laughs> so, but th this sets actually up the lesson in the very beginning because I think the dad is playing on Bluey and Bingo comes up and is like, dad, I want to be the piano. And Bluey's like, it's still my turn. And, you know, and we find out that- Your you accents know, take are on point. It's very, it's amazing. It's just, so it's eerie. I'm sure taking turns can be difficult. And, uh, and then the dad's like, no, no, you can be the bongos and then starts playing the bongos on bingo, which I thought was very cute. And this is when we get the title of the episode, the magic xylophone. And then bingo goes, where the real bongos and bluey goes and looks. And that's when we find the xylophone. Was this a way to sell magic xylophones? Is there a bluey? <laughs> is there a bluey brand xylophone? I, I have never every seen one. one. I have never seen one in the aisles of Target. Um, but they really should come out with one because right? I, I, I would have had to buy it. Because how fun would that to be like a kid give you a bluey xylophone and they think they can freeze you? Oh yeah, exactly. But then you have to freeze, and then we saw how that episode ended. I mean, they are just constantly just. Frozen. <laughs> Frozen. Frozen. Okay, so bad idea with the, the magic xylophone. Yeah, maybe just, not selling it at Target. Yeah. But they, this magic xylophone obviously is something that they already are aware of. And, uh, you know, Bluey looks at Bingo and says, you know, it's it a ding. And they ding it. And then the dad freezes. So this is, sets up the whole thing that this xylophone is magic because it makes whoever, you know, they're aiming it at freeze, which I think is amazing. And the dad is frozen picking his nose, which is hysterical. <laughs> Exactly. And then I think my favorite part of the entire thing is that the, the mom is going to work <laughs> and she's like, bye bye. Oh, no, she says, no, she um, goes, it's just like when we first met because she sees him picking his nose. Amazing. Totally. I love that so much. And I was like, I can resonate with that. I understand it. And then she's like, bye bye. Have fun. Have fun, hey, dad. Yeah. As a nose picker myself, I appreciated the shout out. This is where I want to let the audience know it really does work for kids, but that's not a joke for kids per se. The nose picking will make kids laugh, but it's the mom's line that will make adults laugh. Exactly. Exactly. And that's where I feel like that adult humor, which which you get a little bit of in each episode, you always get like that one line where, where the parents are like, yep, I get that. So then it's like unfreeze and they hit it again. And the dad's like, how did I get my finger up my nose? And he's like, oh, no, the magic xylophone. And this is when they do it again. And they they're dressing him up in all the boas and the dress. And it's really cute. It is very cute. Wait, how much do how much does Piper dress you up and, and your fiance? Um, she doesn't dress us up. She likes to put us wow. to sleep. Her thing right now is lay down and go to sleep. That's amazing. Do you go? Oh, yeah, of course. I'd love to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, by the way, sometimes I doze off and I'm like, this is the best <laughs> game ever. But I'm sure we're going to get to the point where dress up is going to happen. I have no problem with anybody putting anything on me. I did high school theater. I'm like, yeah, but whatever. But as a woman and a mom, do, is there like boundaries that you've already set in your head of like, I'll never let her put me in a clown wig. I refuse to be put into a clown wig. No, because I've learned that you can never spit up because it'll always come back down and hit you right in the face. <laughs> so yeah, no, you can never say never. I mean, you just got to be when you're a parent, you got to be open to it all. But like for you watching this, does it make you feel like, huh? Like, like what's running through your mind? Like, I can't imagine like not having kids and then watching it and be like, like, are you judging everything that they're doing? I got to tell you, I wanted to judge so badly. And my thought process with the first time through was like, oh, come on. And then I was like, 
that's pretty that's kind of a cool voice i like that voice and then i was like well the music's kind of calm it's like soothing and then i was like well that's fun that's just funny and then i was like this is just i then i was really i kind of and then i gotta tell you we'll get to this point you guys but there's this point about sharing in it and the 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 little dog says something really beautiful and i almost started tearing up and then i was like what is wrong with you man this is this is nine minutes and you can't even control yourself you know oh my god i love that so much okay so 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 everyone's freezing right yeah. depending on who's holding the xylophone yes they're in charge uh they have the power and then you know they're running around the house sort of doing this and then bingo gets the xylophone yeah because like it's my turn to unfreeze him <laughs> i'm gonna let you do all the sorry i'm so sorry no it's so good <laughs> I, I won't even dare and he's like oh you kids and it's like, give me the magic xylophone. And Bingo says uh, they're outside now. They go out into the front of the house, which, by the way, and I don't know if this this is the big confusion for me is that and I don't know if it's different in Australia, but can dogs talk and stand in Australia? That's <laughs> something that I didn't I failed to mention. These are not these are I think we mentioned they're a dog family. And that threw me off for a good minute, but then I just accepted it. Yeah, I think they're hanging out with the kangaroos a little too much. <laughs> we never talked about their pigmentation. What are their colors? Okay, are so, so yeah, well, the dad's blue and so is Bluey. And then Bingo and the mom are like brown. Yeah. But I just, I, I like that each one has a color, right? Yes. But do you feel like Bluey's the favorite <laughs> because, because she's the same color as the dad and the, the, the main show is about blueing the dad. Well, yeah, I was like, well, what I gave it, what, what being... gave it away for me is that the show is named bluey. And I was like, why can't the show be named bingo? Like, right. why can't there be a spinoff named bingo exclamation exactly. point? Right. Um, I definitely think Bluey's the favorite. And also, I just also assume that bluey is the older yes. uh, one, but does that set up then as a, I mean, you don't have two kids, but I wonder for the parents out there with two kids, has this ever had a started a conversation about older sibling and younger sibling, which it's I'm sure it has. But I also weirdly feel like those two because they're sisters. Right. Mm -hmm. I almost saw my my niece and nephew in them a little bit because the older one wants to almost take responsibility uh, and protect the other one. And so I feel like there is similarities and Bluey is the older sibling. I don't know. Yeah. I. Uh, you, you can just I, I've seen it like in real life. Yeah. Bluey definitely comes off more headstrong. So they're outside. And this is actually a really cute moment, too. Uh, well, it's actually sets up the whole crux where Bingo's like, you're taking all the turds freezing. And then a dog walking is pushing a stroller, which it would, I'm assuming a dog baby in there. But, you know, you don't usually see a dog pushing a stroller. So that was fun for me. <laughs> um, and this is when the mom's like off to work and. <laughs> And she's like, mom, look, look at dad now. Look at dad now. And she comes up to the dad who is frozen. And she goes, this loose hair has been bugging me all morning and just yanks a hair while yeah. the dad is frozen. Yes, I just love it. And I I partly was jealous when she just drove off in the car. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you're like, I want to see that cartoon. It's I more do. adult cartoon where you just follow her at work. Yeah, yeah. where's the where's the car cam in that one? She's just yeah, singing whatever she wants yeah. to sing. Yeah, I hope she's off to a podcast studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what does she do for a living? That'd be interesting. <laughs> but uh, so we get Bingo going, Mom, Bluey, not letting me have any turns. This is like one of the lessons right here. The mom turns to uh, Bluey and says, if you don't take turns, 
people won't take turns with you. If you don't take turns with people, people won't take turns with you. That that was the message, right? Yeah. But it's like what I'm saying, like, I love that it's so not heavy handed. It's a simple right. line, but it like stuck with me. It resonated as me as a grown man. So I have to imagine it resonates somewhere in those little kid minds, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that if they love a character and and they see that the character is embracing that, mm-hmm. they also will want to emulate that. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Do you ever worry about. Well, I mean, obviously you do, but then if you see bad characters, yes. you know, you have to immediately say that behavior is bad or you, you're 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 depending on the cartoon to say that character's behavior. is Yes. Bad. And guess what? When you don't watch the full episode and you stop when the kid's behaving badly, <laughs> then it's like, well, we never we never saw the resolution. You got to know that like that. That's not yeah, OK yeah, yeah. to do. Wait, no, no, no. You, you're not going to hey, wake up. You're not yeah, yeah, going to wait, sleep. You, you got to finish the episode. To <laughs> Totally. There's there's one show which I'm I you have to watch it. It's called Booba, which we will talk about. That one is like all he does is bad things. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like you're already. But every time you say a child, uh, a kid's show name like Booba, I think you're messy. I think you're making it up. I'm like, are you, are you just making sounds? <laughs> and you by the way, Coco Melon. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. He doesn't talk the entire show. <laughs> He's just like a crazy kid. All right. Let's go back to. OK, Louis. so we're there. The dad is frozen. The mom teaches that important lesson about, you know, if you don't take turns with people, people won't take turns with you. And, you know, mom says you better take turns or I'll take the xylophone with me to work. Right. And then the mom says, make sure you unfreeze them for toilet breaks and then gets off in the car. And then we unfreeze the dad. And then the dad starts chasing them in a fun little chase sequence. Yes. I think we we were chased into the backyard, potentially. right. Or no, back in the house. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's back in the house. But they're now playing this freezing over and over again. And then the dad gets the xylophone back from them. And because the kids were were squabbling about who has the xylophone. And the dad's like, you ding-dongs were too busy squabbling. And freezes Bluey and puts a little red hat on Bluey and goes, look at this, my lovely new garden gnome. And takes (laughs) him outside by the fountain, which I loved. I love that. I love that he he could be playful and and kind of like turn it on him. Right. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. I feel like kids need to know, like, hey, you can do it to me, but I'm going to do it to you, too. And that's called playing like, because <laughs> you know, like the kids that's that called like winning, Natalie, that's <laughs> called winning. <laughs> totally. Because, you know, sometimes kids are like, no, you can't do it to me. It's like, no, that's not how life works. Like, yeah. if you're doing it to someone, you got to you got to take it to when your child sees uh, like a new, like a hat being put on, like a fun, like bright hat. Is that an instant smile or a laugh? I'm trying to understand what a kid responds to. Yes, like how do it's kids silly. respond to that? Yeah, it's, exactly. it, it, it becomes silly. Like you can yeah. see them like smile. I mean, I have a very <laughs> somber child. So getting a, getting a laugh out of her, I'm like, oh, that must have been really good. Um, but she'll like do like a smirk. Like and like she she knows what's going on and she knows that it's it's silly playtime. That's and, amazing. And, and just like, you know, when he was tickling her and, and being cutesy and she was side eyeing me like, you know, you don't do this with me, mom. I feel like same thing. She's, she's understanding I have, it. I have to imagine for you or for any parent out there, it's got to be mind blowing the first time that you see your child learn something. Yeah, absolutely. Or when they repeat it and they and they put it into action is, I think, one of the best things of like, oh, 
you remember that or like, <laughs> I didn't think you were paying attention or I didn't think that you were smart enough, honey. Like, this is amazing. I'm going to mark that on my uh, pro having a child list. Learning things seems cool. Were the garden gnomes out there, Bluey, frozen? And the dad's like, you've got felt pin on your fingers. I better get the hose. And the dad goes off to get the hose. And Bluey's like, unfreeze me, big, unfreeze me, bingo. Bingo and freezes, I think. And then this is the part where I tear Yeah, up, this was, is the part. Yeah. She goes, Bluey, you never take turns with me. You take all of the turns and it makes me feel sad. I will unfreeze <laughs> you if you let me take turns to blink twice if yes. And we don't see Bluey blink twice. I know, little bitch. <laughs> I was like, blink, Bluey, blink. I mean, how dare you, my dare I'm screaming. How dare you, Bluey? <laughs> and so, um, so the dad's coming like, got a hose my good old garden gnome. And he has like a little cutesy song, which I thought was actually now I'm fully into it, you guys. I'm you like, really yeah! are. You really are. Bravo. We see uh Bluey about to get sprayed, and bingo pops out and uh, cuts off the hose and so the water can't come out and bluey jumps down bluey was just pretending to be frozen and he goes we tricked you bingo unfroze me and then the dad rightfully so gets sprayed with water while he's frozen i i love that part <laughs> no it's amazing and yeah. then this is awesome you guys this is uh, this is we see this lesson go into action because bluey goes here bingo you can unfreeze him and also, I'm just blubbering idiot. I'm like, oh, my God, he learned it. And then uh, Bingo's like, thanks, Bluey. Um, and Bingo says, I don't want to do it just yet. I like the daddy water fountain bit. <laughs> and uh, they're sitting on the porch and Bluey scoots closer to Bingo. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I think that's just showing like, come here, kid. I, I do love you. You know, it's like, yeah, I and do you think kids are going to understand that? I think so. Don't I mean, like, I, I feel like I'm very close to a child's age in my mind and I understood it immediately, but I don't know like that. I think this is like such a simple premise and it was done in this really beautiful way. I thought the animation was really cool. The sound was great. It moved kind of at this breakneck pace, but at the same time, it left room for these lessons to breathe. So I would really hope so. I would, I would think, and like I said, guys, I'm the amateur here. I would think that this would do that for a child, would yeah. teach a child a lesson. What do you, what do you know, did it? Um, I, and that's the thing. I think that she is just a tad bit too young to really have conversations with her um, to, to really ask her questions of like, what did you learn about this episode? Right. Because I would love to to ask her and I'm going to I'm going to ask my my the five year old nephew because I feel like he really knows how to articulate it. But because I know he loves the show, but I feel like just seeing her reaction and her her being happy at the end mm -hmm. makes me feel like it was a success. Like she like she did actually understand the premise and you know what would be great and what we should do is we should set up like a voicemail or an email where you guys can share your experiences of did your child learn something from 
these episodes because it would be so fascinating to hear other people's stories as well of yes. what this did teach there. I mean, I would love it if there was like, like record no. your kid, ask them, you know, <laughs> and they'd be like, I really didn't understand it, you know, yeah, or like, I will or, never share this. Maybe you want to share less. This Mommy, I want the, si the magic xylophone. Um, <laughs> so this could go really great or really not great. But yes, I agree with you. I think Colin, you know, and, and let us know what you guys thought. Let us know what your kids thought. It, it's such a good conversation to be had, because, by the way, we're all parents, at least are having these conversations with themselves anyways. Might as well have them with other adults. Yeah. That's why I mean, that's I, why we're doing the show. Well, do you find yourself doing that with other uh, other parents that are your friends yes. of like like trading child well, shows? Like why, you got to watch I, this. Yeah, that's why I love this. This the, the, this show, because I feel like I'm doing it with, you know, my fiance. Right. Like mm -hmm. we're we're pretty much having just full blown conversations as this cartoon is going you know, on and, and we're we're dissecting it. We're talking about it. And then, you know, you go to play dates and you're like, Hey, did you watch that episode where, you know, and, and, yeah. and as adults are trying to dissect it. So I feel like that's why I love this show so much because we're already having the conversations. And so might as well have them together. May I ask what you and your fiance, what you guys like to watch as adults? So we love succession. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Billions. So you like just rich people. You like anybody that has a billion dollars. You'll watch that show. <laughs> it's called Manifestation Ryan. Oh, I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. See, I have to watch all of like the Bravo E shows by myself. He will not. He can't sit five. Me, like, more than me five too, minutes. Natalie. Me too. Yeah. Although he weirdly will watch or used to watch The Bachelor Bachelorette with me. Well, see, there's those weird um, gateway shows for these yeah. things like Bachelor's one, Summer House is one for guys and yeah. Below Deck. Any like Below Deck because there's like a big boat and they think that is some kind of machine. So they're like, I'll below watch deck, that reality Below show. Deck makes me want to vomit. It is on it is on repeat. All day, every day on Bravo. I don't know. <laughs> I need to talk to their to their scheduling people. I mean, why why that show all the time? I don't understand it. I think they're about to sell Bravo's own brand of yachts, and they're just yeah, to exactly. Promote it. People people need a yacht. Um, so you watch Billion Succession. Succession. Although we do we do dabble in Housewives because if I don't know if you know, but I um worked with uh Housewives for about eight years. Uh, See, Real I heard of rumors about this. I heard rumors about this, but I have not heard the inside skinny, which I'm so excited to get. Um, probably not on this show, but I mean, that's <laughs> what a what a what a show to work around. I know. And I feel like that's sort of our underlying connection here is this whole reality TV show. So, yeah. So I worked with one of the Real Housewives of Orange County for about eight years and I I was on it quite a few times um, in the background, you know, you know, when they put up the name like yeah. Natalie, so, and so <laughs> you know, yeah, I was always oh, worried, like, well oh aware, God, yeah. Natalie, the help, you know, like I was just always worried <laughs> what they were going to say about me, which I have so many stories about about filming that show. Oh, my God. But um, I, I would make Riley watch it because I was like, you know, it's part of my life. You know, this was this was my life for literally all of my 20s. So you know, a little housewives here and there, maybe just the reunions, or if I know it's going to be a good episode, I'll make them watch it. Um, what else do we watch together? We crashed, which is new oh, right now. Loved that, which by the way, we crash has a really interesting parent storyline in there about how they handle their kids and what they're teaching their kids, yes. which I found interesting, but I thought we crash was so well done. So well done. Um, yeah. So that's what we're loving. What about you? 
Uh, well, unfortunately or fortunately, I I watch all the reality shows. I watch Housewives. I watch. Yeah. I just uh, watched the Selling Sunset reunion, which, folks, the, I wanted to tell you, I was thinking about this today. I was like, wow, I learned more from one episode of Bluey than I did an entire season of <laughs> Selling Sunset. Like I, I learned more and I'm an adult man and I learned more from Bluey than And I was like, in, that in was nine minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I was like. That is a that will sober you up real quick. I was like, yeah. wow, that's wild. Uh, but yeah, all the housewives, all I, I'm such a geek like that. But I succession, we crashed, loved the dropout that was okay, just on. So you Hulu. like, yeah, you, you like all all the scripted as well. Yeah, of course. I mean, scripted when it's done right is so yeah. amazing. But I'm just so into reality shows because of what I do. And for some reason, at a young age, like I think it started with like the real world for me where I was just like, oh, mm. I love this. I love this. And I remember watching Real Housewives of Orange County the night it premiered. Yep. Um, with Jojo. my ex going like, oh, this will this will be perfect. Like, I loved it. And I did. I loved it. And it's just been interesting to see where all those shows has led me. But I also find that interesting in just you as a parent, what you're watching and what you'll allow Piper to watch and totally, you know, what that age range and how, as she gets older, what she'll pick up and what you'll allow her to watch. And it's funny because she actually, uh, we also love movies and I think she probably watches more movies than she does cartoons, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, and she loves adult movies. See, how do you know when it's all right to like, I was, I was about to show my nephew like a Star Wars movie. I remember many years ago and my sister got very upset. It was like, no, he's not ready. And I was like, oh, I didn't. But I didn't even think about that because it's not my child. And I just think Star Wars is cool, you know? Right. And I was just like wondering, like, you are the arbiter. You the buck ends that, you know, there with you guys. You get to decide what movies you get to decide what kids shows. Yeah. That kind of power has to be wild. I mean, look, maybe we're a little progressive here, but I feel like <laughs> when it comes to parenting for for him and I, my my fiance is a chef, like an executive chef and, and partner in hotels and whatnot. And so he has a very advanced palate. And so he always said, you know, I want my daughter to experience real food, like adult food at a, at a young age. So we did, you know, the whole baby led weaning. I mean, she was eating like full blown, you know, Michelin star type you know, food <laughs> yeah. when she was like, you know, six months. And so I feel like we take that also into our parenting style. So when it comes to shows or movies or whatever, we, we don't talk to her like in baby talk. It's, it's yeah. just very adult type. And she's around a lot of adults. So I feel like, you know, if, if she wants to watch a superhero movie, we let her, you know, yeah. and if there's killings and things like that, she'll look and she'll go, what's that? What's that? What's that? Everything is what's that? That was a question that I wanted to ask you and, and, and all the parents out there, too, is like, how much are these shows paused so you can answer these questions? How much do you pause these shows and go, do you understand what just happened? Like, do you or are you pretty much like she'll ask me if she needs it? I feel like right now it's just a lot of she's more, I think, looking at just the overall. She's mm -hmm. not getting into the nitty gritty. She understands if someone um is happy or sad it's like it's like the overall gist of something but like if someone dies <laughs> she's like what happened like what happened <laughs> like who yeah. that like what happened like what what, what what why like why are they on the ground and so sometimes i'll try to explain it if i think she actually really is understanding it and then other times i'm like oh nothing they're just sleeping like not a big deal like i don't even want to get into it you know yeah of um, course but yes I, I think as she gets older i really am gonna have to start having those conversations of like 
well, what is death and what, you know, or, or what is, because she always says happily ever after. <laughs> she's oh, going to learn oh, real, <laughs> she's going to learn real quick that there is no such thing as happily ever after. Has a kid show thus far, like, has it been on? I know you were just saying maybe like superhero movies or something, but has a kid show yet go like, have you like, oh, no, 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 not ready for that lesson. Like, has there ever been anything that's been like wrong kid show? Um, no, I feel like I'm not the type to like shield her away from things. Yeah, which is you know? I would ima- I would think that would be a great thing. And in, in the long run about because I keep thinking about that, like I keep thinking yes. about like where I'm at right now and like what. I always try to guilt my parents. Like I try to guilt my parents one for not being Chris Jenner. I'm like, I have to pay my own bills. <laughs> How dare you? And you're not doing amazing, sweetie. And the second is, is just like what they could have taught me earlier that I didn't have the skills for, you know, or like, did my mom coddle me too much? You know, like there are oh, these yeah. things as you get older where you wonder about these lessons that you learned as a kid and what concepts you would have liked to know earlier in life. Yep. And I think something, I think when you, there's one thing that um, you think about, like, what am I going to be like as a parent? And then another thing is actually being a parent and like going through the day to day. And you realize that all those little moments add up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what I thought about, I'm like, I mean, at least I think about this at least 10 times a day where I'm like, it doesn't matter what I do, what I say. I'm going to try to do my best as a parent. Right. Mm-hmm. Teach her everything I know. Try to teach her as much as I know. But I know no matter what, she'll probably end up needing therapy at the end of the day. <laughs> and probably <laughs> and probably saying, why didn't my mom do this? You know, because I feel like we all. Yeah, I'm sure we're all judging the way that our parents did things, you know? Yeah. Oh, and I know that she will for sure judge me. So it's almost like that's I the have, circle of life, Natalie. It, I know the circle of life. Yeah. And I have to release it. And so I'm always like, you know, every day, just do my best. Just have the patience. God grant me the patience and <laughs> and just but like but knowing that I probably won't do everything perfectly. Oh, my you God. Know? Could you imagine if you even tried to how exhausting that would be for I, everybody there, in your family? There are parents that are like that. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> so, and they're listening. <laughs> you guys, I was just I'm not talking about you guys. You not guys are you. amazing out there. You're not the you, your friends. Yeah. Um, Going back to Bluey, uh, as we uh, start winding down with this episode, it, it's so there's a couple of segments that we were talking about doing of the notable filth for grownups is that is what we kind of talked about or we brushed on earlier of the things in this episode that were just for us, that were the wink to the parents. And I think my example earlier was the mother coming by with the dad's finger in the nose. And she's like, that was off a state, you know, mm-hmm. was there any other kind of grown up elements in this for you that you enjoyed that your kids would not understand? Yeah, I think it's just the, the freedom of the mother leaving. <laughs> I love you know, for me, that it. was it just that to me was like, oh, my God, a, a child will never understand what that's like, you know, of just like yeah. one parent has been like, bye bye. I'm oh out of here. That's, I can totally I mean, even how you say that. I really can visualize how much you mean that. Like you yeah. really, truly mean that. Um, but I do think the the bluey episodes that I watch, I was like, it, there are this kind of nice blend of tip of the hat to the adults. And, you know, the main stuff, of course, is for the kids, but it's not so glaring that kids would be like, what just happened? Like, why yeah, like, is this, a, is this like a, an adult show? Yeah. yeah. Do I need to go to my room? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like this really nice blend. And I know we probably won't see that with other children's shows, but I thought bluey had a really nice 
uh, blend of that. Yes, I agree. And and I do like like the parents banter and dynamic. I feel like that's also kind of cute to see and like yeah. having kids see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And of course, we talked about earlier as well, the, the relationship with the mom, like you said, going to work and the dad staying home, which is yeah. a different kind of thing than a lot of people were raised on, which is awesome. Exactly. Um, also, this is obvious, but what did we learn today? Natalie, what did you learn today from this episode? Um, yes. Sharing is caring. We, we know <laughs> that. Um, and I, and I also think that, um, for me, I feel like it's less is more in parenting. It doesn't have to be a whole long thing, a whole drawn out thing. It's just like that one line. And so for me as a parent, I feel like that to me was my take home simplicity in, in, in teaching them something is I think the way to go. I learned that dogs can walk. <laughs> and dogs can talk. And those are big takeaways for me. Huge, I, I, huge. I don't know if your children picked on, uh, on that as well. But yeah, sharing was the big one. And I just also thought it was amazing because it also reminded me also about relationships, about, uh, mm -hmm. you know, having a mother and a father or whoever raised you and the lessons that they teach and the relationship between siblings or friends. And I thought that was great of, of learning to to play well with other people and to enjoy uh, each other's company. Simple things like that, that, you know, you kind of forget as you get older, these nice reminders to, you know, appreciate the family that you have in a way as well. Absolutely. We're definitely adding Bluey to our, um, our list here. This is a yes. And I will say, if we're going to go on a scale of, will Ryan have a child just because of this cartoon? I'm going to say, yeah, I'm having a yeah? child. Yeah. <gasps> Oh my God, that's so exciting. Uh, if anybody would like to have a What's child, your with address? Me, please email me. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but so, by the way, I imagine some of these shows, and what I'm excited about is that some of these shows, I probably won't feel that way. Like, I mean, you have you watched oh, bad yes. children's shows? I think you're going to, I think that we started you off on a good note and I'm worried okay. for you. I'm worried. I'm oh, worried a little bit for you. I feel like there's definitely going to be a few that you're going to be like, I don't make me watch this ever again <laughs> and i, I cannot wait i cannot wait for those episodes um okay uh and as always we want to hear from you guys and your experiences as well is there shows that we should be watching or that you would like us to review we have a whole list i'm shocked at the list that we have but i know there are little hidden gems that you would want us to watch as well so please keep us informed in that let us know what you loved what you didn't love we're all in this together okay <laughs> i like help us please help, yeah, help. help me and help we're here you. to help yeah we're here to help <laughs> you as well uh but uh everybody out there who are parents you are doing an amazing job sweetie yes. you are killing it and uh these shows and hopefully this show can just help you or give you a little respite along the way you're not alone see you next week bye Thanks so much for listening to this episode of What the Kids Are Watching. Follow us on Instagram at What the Kids Are Watching and subscribe on the iHeart app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, what are your kids watching? Send us a DM on Instagram or leave us a voicemail at 540-642-0035 with your stories and opinions. We might just share it on the show. We'll see you next week. Okay. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.